Good day, geeks. And thank you, Minsky. We know you can help. <laughs> we'll we'll be calling later. <laughs> we're mixing our TV shows, as usual. Uh, that's okay, because, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Fargo today. Yeah. So, All things Carrie Coon. Yeah, yes, the Carrie Coon weekly double feature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, we might as well just jump into that. Or do you want to start with uh, the other other binges first? Um, well, go for it. What 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 are you watching? I'm blanking. Yeah, okay. I'm sort of zoned out here with my podcast, Philip. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, with um, Fargo, I, I I think I I tweeted this. It was the most Noah Hawley of all Noah Hawley episodes <laughs> that I've mm. seen in a while, um, especially after seeing uh, Legion because Legion was just so weird. And this episode of Fargo was just so weird. Yeah. So I haven't mm. seen any Legion, but yeah, oh. the Fargo was totally weird. Mm -hmm. Well, and I thought that this leftovers was pretty out there even for leftovers. <laughs> Yeah. Not out yeah. there, but um, wild. If you thought last week was weird. Wild. Yeah, so that, this one was weird. wild. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but, but yeah, um, Fargo was yeah. was weird and likable. I enjoyed it. it. It's You know what's funny is that it, it had that mixed reaction where some people hated it. It was too weird and decided, mm. you know, that's it. I'm out. But um other people like us, I guess, liked it mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, and are willing to uh, stick around. Yeah. So. I saw a comment or a few comments on Facebook, not in our group, another group that said um, their opinion was, I think it was about Fargo. It's definitely about the Americans. It, it, two shows. I think it was Fargo and the Americans that they hated both of the episodes last week. Because they felt like they did not progress the stories at all. Okay. We learned a little bit, defending Fargo here, we, we did learn mm -hmm. a little bit more about why um, Gloria's stepfather was mm -hmm. in Minnesota. And we learned his backstory. And yeah. I, I mean, why why not do that? Did it... So we didn't move forward three steps in the story. Mm -hmm. um, I just don't have a problem with that. Why not learn something about who he is? Yeah. Isn't that more interesting than just knowing he's this old guy, stepdad, and now he's dead? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What Let fun is that? Turn this off. It's the uh, refrigerator. I forgot to turn it off. Oh, okay. I can help. Forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. And for a comment, um, for a comment to be the story or that those episodes do not progress the story, how do we know that until we've seen exactly. the next episodes? Yeah. Right. right. I think you could say, I didn't feel like these episodes progress the story. 
Mm -hmm. But we don't know if they actually do progress the story or not until we get farther into the stories, right? Right. And it was only the third episode. So, I mean, we're yeah. still early in the season. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it, you know, it, it's one of those um, Fargo tropes, you know, where people get in over their head, um, a simple plan goes wrong, and... Mm -hmm. um, was, and and it's just weird, you know, <laughs> weird yep. things happen. So all all yep. of those little Fargo tropes, all, all the boxes were checked. <laughs> yeah, I love the uh, Santa convention, the uh, weird LA cop, and uh, the guy that she met on the plane and then saw again. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, if he ends up being a random guy, we never see him again. Cool. But I suspect we will see him again. Really? I, I kind of do. And I, I forget the actor's name, but he... I think he it was Ray Wise. Okay, yeah. And he's been in a bunch of other things. you know. So he's, uh, he's a recognizable actor. Mm -hmm. That's partially why I expect we'll see him again. Okay. But if we don't, Again, cool. If it's only those two times that she runs into him, then whatever. It's Fargo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then casting the the L.A. cop, he was one of the guys from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Which I know you've never seen because it's a comedy. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but that's who that's who he was. A lot of people recognize him from that. Um, the the actress. Was, well, in in two thousands, she was played by Frances Fisher, and oh yeah, in yeah. the um, the seventies, Francesca okay. Eastwood, her daughter. Oh wow! And wow! That was amazing wow. casting. Oh yes. wow! Yeah. So no oh, wonder they looked cool. alike, huh? They had the same eyes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That was brilliant casting. For some reason, I I did not look them up. Yeah. Oh, okay, I wow. did because they looked so much alike. So yeah, but I I did not look up the um the producers, the producer guy, mm. past mm. and present. But yeah, that's um, you know, it, things went wrong for them. Even they were part of a Fargo like story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, this, this simple thing that they had, the simple con that they had pulled many times, went wrong mm -hmm. this time. Badly, <laughs> very badly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I liked that side story or back story. Uh, I thought it was interesting. It made the old dead guy more interesting to me. Yeah. Even yeah. though that story was really sad, you mm -hmm. you you just knew it was going to go badly for everyone mm -hmm. when it started, but it was still really sad to me. Yeah, as soon as he uh, offered up his money, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, God, yeah. He fell for it. Yep. Poor guy. Yep. Mm. Next, uh, other binges. Um, mm. There was uh, Sense8, season two. Oh, yeah. I know we both yep. watched that over the weekend. Yep. Started so. and finished. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
only yeah. took a couple of days. No problem. Yeah. But yeah, there's just something about that show. It makes me smile. Makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. It was and, it was crazy and good. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> is it is it wrong of me to find Lido's pity party funny? <laughs> no, it was it was hilarious and great. I love him. I love Lido. Mm-hmm. I really like all the characters. Well, uh-huh. all, I mean, all of our our eight characters and their their friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm I'm glad that we're getting more um, Caffius. They they came to help him. Yeah. yeah so because yeah, he's not usually one of the main uh, featured yeah. characters. So I'm glad he was this time. Definitely. More. Yeah. And as I mentioned to you, as you and I were watching in our separate cities, though, basically at the same time, it was as if it was being broadcast. Because yeah. at one point we were like half an hour apart, and then we ended up being just 90 seconds apart. Yes. <laughs> I said to you, this series is basically um, orgies and raves punctuated by the occasional storyline. <laughs> Uh, was it Wachowski tropes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rather than you know, go from Fargo tropes to Wachowski tropes, yeah. Because yeah. you know, I was thinking of the um, the big rave scene in the Matrix. Yeah, which was my and, least favorite part. I mean, not not only least favorite, but I didn't like that part. I understand why mm-hmm. it was there, and I think it was an important part because in that trilogy, it was showing that the people in the physical world were very embodied. They were very human. And so it was the difference between the physical world and the matrix. So I think Mm -hmm. it was a necessary part. So it's interesting to me that that is such a constant insensate, the raves and the orgy and the physical orgies and the physical, all the sex scenes, the physicality of it. I do think that a lot of the sex scenes are gratuitous. A lot of the free love stuff. But I think it's them making a point and being more open about their genders and their sexuality. And Mm -hmm. I I think it's great. And they're, they're out there. They're out and out there. And it's it's very supportive of, of other people and great. I'm not watching for the orgies and the raves. I like the characters. Yeah. Yeah. The characters are, are very interesting and yep. it, it is really interesting to, to watch them interact and it is kind of like going into the matrix. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 And the, the matrix, but telepathically instead of via machines right they're all they're perpetually plugged in um through the ether i guess Mm -hmm. but it's also cool that they can turn it off periodically Mm -hmm. but then other Mm -hmm. times they they can't like when they just show up in each other's worlds right it's like i'd like some privacy please Right. Yeah, with like, that can, can you put up the little, you know, the door hanger there? Right. <laughs> the do not disturb. <laughs> or... 
like part of Leto's pity party. Oh, but <laughs> without giving a spoiler about that, I loved that part. Okay, well, I guess th this won't be a spoiler, but when he said to her, I guess that's why I'm here. Because she okay. wouldn't cry, she right? Didn't know how to do she all needed yeah, she needed a pity party. Uh -huh. But she never would. Yeah. So yeah, she knew that was that. sweet. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was cool. All right. So and that was the the only thing. Oh, and I finished season two of You're the Worst. So Okay. I haven't seen that. No. Um, now I have to figure out how to watch season three. Mm -hmm. It hasn't come to uh, Hulu yet. Okay. <laughs> and now let's move on to The Leftovers. All right. Uh, season three, episode four. Good day, Melbourne. Did I say so we're halfway? <laughs> yeah, we're halfway through now. I know. It's so sad. Oh, yeah. And and I guess that's why things are all happening <laughs> like yeah, like they are. Moving right along. Yeah. yeah. Uh, people are, are breaking up and <laughs> oh. it's like, wow, that was brutal. Um, I guess I see why it had to happen. And, you know, Kevin said a lot of the things that that we had been saying all along in the podcast, like they don't talk to each other. They said they were going to do this, mm -hmm. but they don't do it. <laughs> mm -hmm. The things that we were complaining about. Um, yeah. Including when he said to Nora, basically in their last scene together, that the last time he was honest about this issue, about seeing someone, a dead person, uh, he ended up, uh, handcuffed to the bed and mm -hmm. she left him mm -hmm. so yeah and you and I definitely commented on that that they were they had agreed to be totally honest with each other that they would support each other and then whammo she couldn't handle that she could handle right. that he had buried a body <laughs> right, that's <laughs> normal right but she couldn't handle that he may or may not be schizophrenic yeah that was just a little too much. Yeah. But, you know, Lori would have, well, she did. Lori went, went with it and uh, his visions and uh, was eventually, you know, when it went too far, was able to calmly tell him that he's imagining this. Yeah. And, and he was okay with that. Yeah, eventually. He, did did you what did you think before that? Like did you think that it was really Evie? Well, I mean for for us, since we were seeing what he was seeing, mm -hmm. there was really no way to I don't to not believe that it wasn't her. Mm. You know? I thought that he was just seeing I thought that it was a real person, mm -hmm. but that he was just seeing Evie's face. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I really believe that Evie's dead, especially because when they showed in the, 
previously on leftover stuff at the beginning, we saw again very clearly reflected in her glasses the bomb or the missile, whatever, coming in. Straight for her, yeah. Yeah, and the look on her face, the the look of surprise. Yeah, I yeah. So I really believe that that she's dead, in mm-hmm. spite of the previously on with with her dad John, not believing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, this is the leftovers, and yeah. anything yeah. can happen. So definitely. And then when he sent the photo to Lori, and yeah. the look on her face when she saw the photo. And on the Facebook page, we didn't, you know, she didn't have a proper profile picture. Then mm-hmm. I thought, okay, it's, it's definitely not her. The photo is not her. Mm-hmm. And that's why we saw the look on Lori's face. Okay. So I guessed what it really was. And I don't normally get those right with the leftovers. You know? mm-hmm. So points for Kelly. <laughs> Yay, <woo-hoo. laughs> And um, the the actress who plays um, uh, Evie, uh, Jasmine Savoy Brown, she she actually retweeted one of my tweets from last night. <laughs> so, Woo-hoo! Yay! Uh, but it was it was about the music and how much I love the music from the leftovers. But you know, who cares what it's about? Yeah. Well, unless you were saying something that it sucks. Yeah, no. Right. <laughs> Well, yes, <laughs> it was not that. But, so, no. but yeah, that that uh, G'day Melbourne, it it provided a lot of. Um, well, since it's a live show, you know, so it mm-hmm. took Kevin down there and the, to the to the set, and then um, Kevin Senior saw mm. Junior on TV. Yeah, it's <laughs> wild. So he and Grace drove over there so cool that they weren't far from melbourne mm-hmm. I mean, it took them all day to get there but that was cool right so what happened in the time that um i guess in the time yeah. that nora was in the in the warehouse and be, before they and then the time uh when the fire alarm went off you mean the explosion I mean, Yes, this explosion and shutting down yeah. that airport all over the world. So yeah. it, whatever it is, it's, oh, I mean, it, it must have been so you, maybe an explosion somewhere else. So you took it to be airports all over the world? Well, maybe it happened at, at the Melbourne airport, but it, well, and I'm I'm using information from from the preview. That so. Okay. That I I guess I took it to be an explosion in Australia or in Melbourne, mm-hmm. and so the Melbourne airport and possibly other means of transportation in and out of the city at least were closed. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily take it to mean that. Airports in other parts of the world, other parts of the world, were closed. But but I obviously I don't know. Maybe it's just in and out of Australia. So who knows? I guess we'll find out next time yeah. on the leftovers. Exactly. 
Because <laughs> we yeah. do know from the from the preview for next week that John and Matt, I don't remember if anyone else is with them. And Lori. Oh, that's Lori. right. Okay. Uh, John, Matt, and Lori have a difficult time getting in. Mm -hmm. Right. But it looks like that we are right about that. So we are probably not going to see Jill again. Um, right. Tommy does not come with them. Right. And, but I think Michael does, because I think I remember oh, him yeah, from, yeah, the, yeah. from the trailers. Yeah, we, yes, we did predict that Matt, Michael, and John oh, would, and, would be and gone. And also, I, I hope that Michael has another copy of this book. Oh, it's, <laughs> on, it's online. They have it on the computer. Okay. We already know, for sure. Kelly said so. Because yeah. he had, that's why he closed the computer. Okay. Yeah. So he's it been scanning be the pages or whatever. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Senior threw his in the trash can, you know, so, but, yeah. you know, that could have been recovered because it was just sitting right there on the top. Um, but Kevin Jr.'s copy was burned and that is definitely lost. Yeah, because that burned and burned and burned. Yeah, yeah as soon as he, he, he lit that and put it in the sink, I'm like, um, yeah, the the smoke alarm's going to catch that one. <laughs> yeah. It did. And so I, I don't know if there was something else that also happened there or whether the, um, the yeah, the smoke alarm was, was definitely just for, for that fire there in the sink because it caught other stuff, it seemed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when he went out, no cabs because of the explosion. See, that's why I think, too, the explosion was there in Melbourne. Okay. And at first when the valet or whatever said explosion, I was thinking, does he mean the fire? And I thought, no. Right. You mean there was a, an explosion in the hotel? Well, I think we would have heard or felt that. I think um, so. So then I extrapolated, no, I think there was ex an explosion somewhere else. Oh, wait. Did Kevin Sr. say something to to Kevin when he picked him up something? No. He just said, okay. good to see you. Yeah, but then when he got in the car, he didn't mention anything. I don't remember. See, I watched it only once. You did a rewatch? Yeah, yeah. And okay. No, he didn't say anything. Okay. And we just kind of greeted him out there and said, hey, this is Grace. <laughs> okay. And okay. that's it. Yeah, we saw you on TV, drove out here, glad you're here, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. And then and then it cut but, back to Nora in the room with the with the water. Yeah. Oh my God, that was beautiful. Mm -hmm. That was such a beautiful scene. And mm -hmm. just so sad. Um yeah. so with Nora, interesting scene about the baby. Um oh my gosh. And Interesting that it was so quick. She agreed to hold the baby, but it ended up being for only about a minute. Mm -hmm. And then she ran the baby inside. So it that was just, that was weird. But then I guess it made sense that she brought it up in the warehouse, assuming it was a test from uh, them. Right, because they asked about the babies and, and babies. so that that connected to the guy um who the desert? set himself on fire yeah okay so it sounds like 
they had different answers and they were both rejected. Yeah, but I think I know why Nora was rejected. It was just the way that she answered it was mm. like, damn, cold and heartless. Um, yeah. Basically, just the, the way yeah. that she did it. Kids die every day. What's one more? And if I can cure yeah. cancer, sure. It's like, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's very logical. But the part about kids die every day, that was that was cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If the the part about if I could cure cancer, but if she had struggled with it a little bit, I don't know. That was tough, but that was interesting. Mm-hmm. That it mm-hmm. was that, that who knows? But yeah, they answered differently. And then I was wondering, did their gender have something to do with it? I I don't know, and and I don't imagine that. I think that's a mystery that we'll just have to let be. Okay. Okay. Like, was the man supposed to answer, yes, he would let the baby die for the other one to live to to cure cancer? And was the woman supposed to answer, no, I wait. Okay. Never know. No, I I think it was, you know, how they, how they, um, reasoned Mm. so it was more of a reasoning thing so maybe his didn't didn't quite add up yeah and hers definitely didn't (laughs) yeah then it was also interesting that i've forgotten her name but the that one woman in the warehouse believes that they are just going out into a dead place yeah yeah and yet she's still. Yeah. So why is she involved in this? Right. Well, I guess it's a choice thing. She's offering mm-hmm. this choice and then it's up to them. Mm-hmm. So how about the guy who conducted the physical exam and then he went in? So I was suspecting that maybe if it's your turn, if you're selected to go, then maybe you conduct the physical exam on the next person to go. Well, no, that no. can't be because he no. just went. No. But then why did he conduct it? It's well, I don't like, know, I guess. No, I, I don't think that's it. I think it's the, um, then you're the next Mark Lynn Baker and you meet somebody at a hotel and tell them oh. about it. I, I think that. But he's not going to go, is it. he? Mark Lynn Baker, is he going to go? Pretty went. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, okay. But um, but yeah, that's one of the requirements is you have to have compassion. So. <laughs> oh yeah. And, uh, I guess yeah. Nora had none. Yeah. And then uh, back to the hotel room. It was interesting that she brought up uh, that she was holding it against Kevin that she didn't try to stop her from giving. Lily back to Christine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he points out all of her um, unilateral decisions. And that was one of them. Yeah. And that does make sense. You know, she bought the house in, in Jordan. That was not a discussion. Um, blanking on some others, but 
But yeah, they just said she had made up her mind about it. Well, yeah, and, and she had already decided to go to Australia and Oh yeah. And he was like, uh, can I come? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Oh yeah, and even um so I had forgotten. All right, when she needed to take the twenty thousand in cash. I did immediately oh, right. think of, okay, you can't take more than 10,000 uh, mm -hmm. out of the country or into the country. I did think about that right away. And Kevin was right about they could have split it up between them. Yeah. So I understood afterwards, okay, great. She needed to go through, just the walk through the thing instead of the scanner. But the way she did that so brusquely and then left Kevin there, that definitely hurt my feelings for him mm -hmm. but then after she went through and she just kept walking she didn't even wait for him yeah yeah and you know if you say oh i'll meet you at the bottom of the escalator or whatever then yeah. that's fine but <laughs> i assumed that's what she meant i didn't even i mean but not even bottom of the escalator she why didn't she wait she right at the end of tsa yeah i mean wow mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And okay, so also as pissed off as she was about this, the stuff at the warehouse, I do feel like that she was planning on going through. What do you think? Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 I think she was. Yeah, she, and so she it's still only, wants to see her kids again. Yeah. And so it's only now then that she wants them investigated for fraud. Because mm -hmm, they wouldn't do what she wanted. Yeah. So. so she didn't really say goodbye to Kevin beforehand. She was just going. So yeah. it really was unilateral mm -hmm. decisions. So, mm -hmm. yeah, Kevin was actually right about that. He was yeah. right on yeah. about it. Yeah. And, and I like that he was um, also right about the... Um, you know, the reason why they, they split up there at the, at security. It's like, are you smuggling something? What's going on here? <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. So he knew yeah. about that. I do think that burning the book in, in the sink like that, I kept expecting them to grab some water or at first turn that water on to put it out, not to save the book, but just to stop the fire. Mm -hmm. The fact that it just kept burning and then set off the fire alarm that was a great metaphor for burning down their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. For burning up their relationship. It, and, and just yeah. so sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and we know that hotel fire alarms are the same across all worlds, <laughs> I guess all yeah. worlds <laughs> in the yeah. um, international assassin hotel. And, <laughs> yeah. and then, like, the, the name of the book that he was looking for at the library yeah. assassin. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Definitely. Oh my gosh. That was crazy. I was actually wondering if he said that because it came to mind referring to his uh death hotel. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's what I imagined at least. Oh mm -hmm. uh, man. Oh, the other thing that um Kevin Sr. said uh, to 
to his son, he said, are you alone here? Yeah. Then, you know, he had to think about it for a minute. I'm like, yeah, I guess I am now. And he said, well, you're not alone anymore. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was sweet. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, sad that he paused then. Yeah. Oh, all right, real quick. I was wondering for a moment about the symbolism of his going to the library that uh, Dania, was that her name? That she worked in the library. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? Well, does it have to do with the book of Kevin? And so he he was pretending that she was helping him find a book. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that is it meaningful then that he made up the book is called Assassins and that, and she looked real quick and she couldn't find a book called Assassins. There freaking has to be a book called right. Assassins. You know, yeah. I'm going to, okay, go ahead and talk exactly. to this. <laughs> I'm going to go to Amazon. Real quick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, there's like a million, not maybe not a million, but there's plenty of books with. Yeah. In the title. Word assassins in the title. So. Yeah. I mean, of course, and, and so you know, probably a few. Yeah. With just that one word. Yeah. Well, I'm going straight to books on Amazon. So let's mm-hmm. see. Well, here's one by Mike Bond, just called Assassins. Came out December 1st, 2016. All right. Well, this was shot before then. Um, oh, wow. One came out. <laughs> like, no, it's due out tomorrow. Assassin's oh, that's Fate. perfect. <laughs> Assassin's Fate, book three of the Fitz and the Fool trilogy by Robin Hobb. Hardcover okay. tomorrow for $20.69. Okay, here's another one from, uh, I'll stop now. 2011, Assassin's <laughs> Assignment, Jerusalem, Target, Antichrist. Oh, listen to this. Parentheses. Listen. Left Behind. <laughs> Number six. Nice. That's perfect. By Tim LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins. I'm, I'm being complete there with listing all that. Oh my God, the Left Behind series. I think that series oh is from the Christian, um, like oh, rapture yeah, yeah, stuff. The, um, Kirk Cameron. Yeah. 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 I yeah. think so. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's crazy. Wow. So see, these books would have come up. <laughs> so what does it mean? Library, book, book of Kevin. Yeah. Uh, the library is a place full of information. <laughs> you know? yeah. And and I still don't like, so I was totally wrong from maybe our first podcast or our pre-series cast about Nora reading the book and becoming a convert. She never did. She just kept mocking him. Yes. And um, so when he claimed to have read the book on the plane, do you think he did or didn't? Um, we didn't see him. So, it. I, I yeah. read it. I, you do? I don't know. And um, I mean, he knows what's in the book. Well, when she read that part and he paused, you know, he was remembering. He knows all of this because he lived it. 
So mm-hmm. someone can read any part to him and say, so what came next? Yeah. So of course he knew what came next because he lived it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then for her to say, oh, you know, whatever she said about how, where does Matt get this stuff? Kevin knows yeah. because it's his life. Right, right. And he can't talk to her about it because, yeah. you know, she'll freak out again. Well, because she's being dismissive about it all and mocking him. Now, of course, Mm -hmm. he has never told her any of it, any of it at all. Why? Because the last time he told her the truth about something like this, he woke up handcuffed (laughs) to the bed and she left him. Yep. So, and then her accusation that he likes thinking of himself as the Messiah. That's pretty mean. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I mean, we know Mm -hmm. he doesn't like thinking of himself as that. Now he does seem to be coming around to the idea or something. What do you think his faces mean when he's, he seems to be contemplating something. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's so many things going on there. Um, because So what do you think is going on in his head and his heart about it? That he's trying to figure out if it's really because, you know, he has died these many times and come back. And I, I'm, I don't think he's tried it yet here in Australia. And I think that's what... Mm-hmm we saw in the trailers with um yeah his dad's yeah. going to drown him yeah yeah and not on well, the grace is there, clearly yeah, yeah with his own yeah. hands mm-hmm. that's what it, i remember from the trailer but he also yeah. said to um said to nora that you know she just wants people feeling sorry for her and yeah. that's why you know um she gave away lily and um and that and and maybe that's why he suggested that they have another child but yeah of course clearly a bad idea but um, (laughs) yeah interesting yeah i thought that yeah that was that was harsh but maybe true what he said um I think, too, what's probably going through his mind, his head and heart, is I think it was the first episode this season that he had said at some point that basically he didn't believe anything that had happened to him in season two. He'd written it off as like his dying and the death hotel he he wrote he'd written it off to go like being schizophrenic or whatever that being psychotic temporarily psychotic i won't say schizophrenia but temporarily psychotic why does he still do you know the plastic bag over the head i think that's different from the psychosis i think that's a weird coping mechanism right like like Nora had been doing with the having herself shot. But mm-hmm. now maybe part of what's going on in his head is contemplation is reading the brief parts of the book that he's read and hearing 
Nora read that part to him is I think jarring his memory that, hey, it actually did happen. It, it was real. I wasn't psychotic. Even though the Evie thing, I don't think it was psychotic. That part, I, I don't think that he, re I think he saw Evie, but it wasn't Evie. I think that was him having a little bit of a, of a break, but I think that's because he's been in denial of the truth, the reality that had happened. Mm -hmm. He had been in denial about season two, <laughs> I'll say. Yeah. yeah. And so he needed this brief psychotic break <laughs> to jar him into his reality like that Lori. Yeah. And when, when his dad so, showed up, he, he said, is this real? So. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's my little theory right now. Mm -hmm. That. Yeah, nobody knows what's real. <laughs> yeah. But see, his dad got better. And he did what the voices said. And and Kevin actually was doing all right in in season two. I thought when he, when he followed what the voices said. He did that. Hmm. Yeah. And and now he's well, not he was doing was his, all right at the beginning. It was his trying to turn off the voices that, that started this whole dying thing dying and coming back well but that needed to happen he needed to die and come back he did mm -hmm. and that part with patty was wrestling wrestling his demons in order to come to the truth his truth mm -hmm. so i think that was good and necessary but then he, for the past three years, right? That's the amount of time that has passed between season two and three? Mm -hmm. Three years? Okay. Yeah, because it was the fourth anniversary. Okay, right. So he has been in denial the past three years. He needs to be brought back into recognition of the truth that he went through all of that, that that was real that he was not psychotic back then. Hmm. And I think that his dad, so the book, the book of Kevin is what sparked this. Okay. That's what, that's what I'm thinking. And his dad is going to help. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that this third death and rebirth. <laughs> his dad can help. <laughs> Yes, is going to be the proof of that. And I think that Senior meeting Grace and his, his, it brought him to the realization. Remember, he was at the bottom. He was at the foot of the cross. Mm -hmm. Has brought him. And, and lo and behold, magically, sees his son on Kadei Melbourne on the same continent halfway around the world. Yeah, it's bringing I people think, together because that's how he knew, well, like, what I guess where the or the general region of where his dad was in 
or last seen where his dad was last seen yeah. in. Um, yeah. But, Australia. but I think that, that Kevin senior has finally come to the realization that the book of Kevin is not about him, that the book of Kevin really Jr. is about Kevin jr. Mm-hmm. And that Kevin jr. Is not part of senior story that senior is part of junior's story. Okay. Hopefully that is what senior has seen or, or that hopefully that is what senior has realized. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Hopefully his ego has calmed down now or flown away. Hopefully <laughs> we shall see. We'll hey, uh, a couple, maybe it was in, um, no, I guess it was in episode one when it was so biblical. Were we trying to count 12 disciples? <laughs> do yeah. We, so do yeah. we have more now? Because well, we've got, we've got Grace and her three friends, right? So yeah. there's four so more. <laughs> we've added those four. We can, I'm hoping, I think we can add his dad. We've got the three men from Jarden. It looks like maybe we can add Lori, at least since she's on her way there. Mm-hmm. We've got nine. Maybe we'll find three more somewhere along the way. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Looks like we do not have Nora unless oh she gosh. somehow comes around. No. Maybe she will. Remember at the end of the end of the first episode, we saw an older Nora. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and she says no. Oh. So I'm I'm guessing the world does not end on the yeah. in seven days. They have seven days to go. But we still don't know if that older Nora is 30, 40 years in the future, or if that is Nora going through the device and being here just two days later, but aged or something. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) That's true. We don't know that. (laughs) Or a doppelganger or whatever. Who knows? (laughs) <laughs> well, and and I think what we learned this time that there there are no doppelgangers. Yeah, true, true. Because we, yeah. you know, we weren't seeing that through Kevin's eyes or anything. Yeah. So, because I did wonder that at first. My very first thought was that it's not Evie; it's a doppelganger. Yeah. Okay. Well, no. Very first mm-hmm. thought on the TV was that it's Evie, but he's hallucinating. But it's through the TV thing, like his dad originally. But then when he found her in person, like, Kevin, come on, it's a doppelganger. But then when he took mm-hmm. the photo, I'm like, no, he's just mm-hmm. projecting Evie's face. Right. And, and when uh, she kept speaking in the accent, even though he insisted yeah. that, yeah, the real, the real Evie would have dropped it and said, yeah, so, and, and, and confronted him about that. Yeah. So what are you going to do I about it? <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. And her facial expression never changed to Evie's cold expression. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think Evie would have changed her expression too. Yeah. See, Evie and Nora would have been great friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless they're too much alike and you know how like yeah. and like repel each other. Yeah. I don't think they would have been able to tolerate, See, each, other, tolerate each other for very long. Yeah, because they are so much alike. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Oh, and, and remember, 
pancakes. Pancakes win. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we it's it's been decided on the leftovers because you know no one in their right mind doesn't like pancakes. Yeah, we know this there now. You go. It's it's mm-hmm. confirmed. <laughs> Dan, are you listening? <laughs> We're talking to you now. (laughs) Yeah. I made uh, vegan pancakes over the weekend for my son and his buddy. Yeah. I think there were like 15 and they ate 12 of them in one sitting. Yeah. Yeah. Those pancakes kick ass. Mm -hmm. Banana? No. Just plain. I put chocolate chips in a few of them. Yeah. My son loves them so much that he doesn't even put syrup on them. Okay, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they've got chocolate in them, then I guess they don't need the. Yeah, but even the plain sugar. ones. Yeah, they just kick butt. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll have to have a uh, pancake party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, geek on. <laughs>